Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So do you watch The Crown on Netflix? No, I do not. Let me tell you, I do. I do. I do. Seasons one through four I've watched. And seasons six, seven, and eight just wrote themselves on Sunday. My God. Apparently. My God. That's the only reason I think I really care about it that much. Just because the, I'm a, I'm, I was sucked into the crowd because, you know, I love history. I'm, a his, I'm an English and history person. And the way that they, yeah. yeah oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just fell asleep. That's fine. You must be one of them <laughs> math and science niggas. Good for you. Mm-mm. Oh, Ciao. Jim. Give me the easy so, A. Right, so, um, <laughs> and still now, to this day, that's where they okay. can find you. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it really chronicles just the, this queen, it really shows like the, not the whole history of the, of the British monarchy, but just this one, the queen who currently is there now, it shows how she got it. And the story is really, if you, I never knew, but it's really interesting just because she was never supposed to be the queen. So to see how they always have to balance out not saying anything in order to stay relevant and then uh, maybe saying something in order to stay relevant, this, right. they, they're still dealing with that to this day. Um, and they still have, they, they, of course, they're one of the, uh, they, they're the British Empire, you know. They're one of the most. When you think of colonizer, they you put their face on the carton. So they oh got God. a lot of issues going on in this in this family, a lot of dynamics, and that um that interview was, oof, uh, th- uh that the poor, um, that poor queen man. She got a lot to balance, but she did she didn't she ain't say the right thing this week. The little statement she said that wasn't enough, bro. Mm, so. Um, what I got from clips that I've seen. How dark dark is the baby going to be? Right. Which makes no sense because Meghan Markle is pretty light and she's only 50% (laughs) black. So it's like, I don't... (laughs) Okay. Um, So to be that shook, (laughs) that even came out your mouth. People said they thought she was going to come out. They thought Prince Archie's Archie's going to come out looking like Michael Blackson. Like that's how they were acting, and it's just like what's what? the like, shade of the child? What's the shade of the baby going to be? Um, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I wasn't surprised of what I've heard from the interview, from from their experiences, things like that. I wasn't surprised at all. Um, I think that they're pretty brave for coming out and saying all these things. Um, and it's also I was surprised that Tyler Perry came in and saved the day. Tyler Perry came in and yo <laughs> clutch like you know that's another. I won't you won't find me saying bad things about that guy if I have no more no more. You know somebody who takes their platform like that and uses their stuff like that uh, 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 for the betterment of other people. That's mm-hmm. he took care of Whitney, right? Uh, he took taking care. Of, uh, Megan Markle or Prince Harry. I was thinking of Prince Harry. Never thought Madea was going to take care of his ass. Uh, ah! um, I wonder That's if, hilarious. like, there's 
and they have like Medea movies playing like on loop in every room in there. Yo. <laughs> Khalil, but do you feel like you were silent or silenced? Oh, <laughs> she, she said. She said. It's the eyebrow raise at the end. She said, what? <laughs> she said, what? Yeah, and then Megan kept trying to keep going. Yeah, it was, wait, wait, wait. What Who? What was that conversation like with you? <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, because, you know, it was, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And then but there's always like out, a part two coming, so, you oh, know. What I found out that, contrary to popular belief, there's not that many degrees of, of interview separation between Oprah and Wendy Williams. It's not that far. Of they both not. they both have a way of asking you those burning gotcha questions that you want to know. The, or not the gotcha questions, the, the questions you really want to know. It's just they both have two different tactics of getting there. But they have, they'll right. end up at the same place asking the same question. I thought it was great. Go, Oprah. I guess. Uh, well, uh, Megan and Harry, don't don't worry. As long as y'all having the baby over here, Joe Biden about to throw y'all an extra three hundred dollars a month to have the baby anyway. Let's start the show. I've been I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Bopping, bopping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been going all. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to watching Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars on the Grammys this Sunday. You can listen to this podcast on the way to investing your stimulus check into stocks or whatever the fuck that you think that you should be investing your money into. Beside your own damn pocket. Because they said it's coming by the end of the month. I watched Chuck Schumer today. He said, you will be getting your stimulus checks by the end of the month. This country is so sad. <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> it's so sad. Well... Well, we're gonna talk about it because if we go, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, but either way, anyway, this is the On the Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. <laughs> how you? How you it's doing? It's a sad ass country. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm doing pretty well this evening, Khalil. Happy to be alive here and present. In this day and time, even if this is a sad ass country, um, sad because like you're dangling money in people's face. You know what? Whew, child. Anyways, um, other than what's going on outside in the world, I'm feeling great. Um, happy to be springing forward these past few days. Um, we are getting more sunshine, a little bit more brighter weather, which feels good, looks good. I love it. Um, it's not quite spring yet, so I'm not exactly, I don't want to get my hopes up too much because, you know, that's how the weather is. It just changes up on you, but I have been enjoying the sunshine and enjoying the fresh air. It just feels good. Um, this past week has been 
flying by. I feel like March is always that month that flies by. It's like March, to me, it's like March and July are like quick months, you know, that there's you blink February felt like that as well. Like you blink and it's like, Oh shit. End of the month already. Oh shit. It's the first. Oh shit. Like it just, it feels like it just flies by. Um, Mm. in 2021 right now, we are still in the first quarter. I hope everyone's still, um, being mindful of their goals, uh, their resolutions. No, it's not too late to start. Please go back to that list. Please, you know, hold yourself accountable and do what you said you were going to do that you promised yourself that you were going to do. Cause that's what I've been doing with myself and yeah, just feeling good. How are you clue? I'm doing great. Doing pretty good. Glad to be here. Uh, what do I have to say for this week? What have I done? Okay. Let's see. Um, yeah, you're right. March did go, but March is kind of going by quick, but I've noticed that March started on a Monday, which means that a whole week went by before we had our first weekend of the month. So like, it feels kind of like we're in the middle of the month and it's only, it's about to be the second weekend of the month. Right. Yeah. So it's odd, but I, I hear you. Um, uh, what's going on? Oh, always Batman, the animated series. So grateful for HBO Max, even though I bought it on this DVD before it came on HBO Max. But I'm still grateful for it. The Biggie Doc on Netflix. I've got a story to tell. Did you see it? I have not seen it yet. It was really good. Um, it was definitely told from Diddy's point of view, or uh, but it didn't necessarily focus so much on the tragedy. It focused on everything that went into Biggie, who he was as an artist. I learned a lot of things. Um, it was really good. The Morning Show. I watched the show called The Morning Show on Apple TV. Uh, there's nine episodes between Saturday and Sunday. I watched all of them. I'm not okay. ashamed. I'm not ashamed. WandaVision, the season finale was great. I, they, I'm not sure if it was the season or series, series. finale. Series it's finale. Not, that was it. One and yeah, done. done. I'm cool with that. We don't got to come That's back how it is. It's like mini series. It's that. Um, Loki's oh, the, coming out soon. All, all of them. The Falcon uh, one. The Falcon one. Yeah, That's Falcon one. The soldier's oh, coming great, out. Yeah. Great, so. great. I'm cool with that. Um, Megan and Harry. Oh, we already talked about that. Yeah, that interview. And, you know, uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to Disney Plus and all that they've got coming along. And uh, maybe I've got some things coming along. But maybe we'll get to that by the end of the episode. Huh? For now, okay. are you ready? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. The weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. This week we've got Women in Music Part 3, the expanded edition by Haim, Unlocked 1.5 by Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats, Scary Hours 2 by Drake, and the Coming to America soundtrack by various artists. For my first project this week, I had Women in Music Part 3 Expanded Edition by Hyam. They're a pop band of three sisters, Este, Danielle, and Alana Hyam, which is actually their last name. And they're from Los Angeles, California. They're signed to Columbia under Rock Nation, which explains why I found them on title. Hyam has been releasing music since their first studio album, Days Are Gone, 
back in 2013. I didn't get hip to the group until their second album in 2017 when the hit Want You Back. I believe I heard it in a store or a mall or something, and then I saw the video later on. Women in Music Part 3 is their third studio album and was originally released in June of 2020. This album is now nominated for Album of the Year for this year's Grammys, which is this Sunday, March 14th. The expanded edition includes five new songs that I feel blended so well with the album. I thoroughly enjoyed 3AM featuring Thundercat. Um, uh, like that shit was just, it was such a vibe to me. girl and now i'm in it all three sisters are talented not only vocally but they play a mean bass guitar and drums as well i enjoyed the expanded edition i am excited to see if they are going to win album of the year is it just us i mean we uh, the difference a week makes is it just us or was it the grammys is it just us who didn't know last week that the grammys were this sunday or did the grammys just not tell anybody until this week that it was this Sunday. It was one of those that they just like, oh shit, oh yeah, it's going to be this Sunday. Okay. Like it wasn't like on some, it's, it, they've been postponing it for so long, but they also never like gave That's us a, a hint. No. They were like, oh, Golden Gloves? Oh, y'all did it? All right, well, fuck it. It's Grammy's a Sunday. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Right. This week for my first album, I had Unlocked 1.5 by Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. Uh, Denzel, we've covered him before. He's from Miami Gardens, Florida, and Kenny Beats is from Greenwich, Connecticut. This is Denzel's fifth and a half album because Unlocked uh, came out last year in 2020, but they added a couple songs or about one song to this, making it 1.5. And uh, Kenny, he's had, he's worked with, he's produced for several artists such as Schoolboy Q, Absol, Smoke Dizza, Freddie Gibbs, Vince Staples, FKA Twigs, The Baby. And your girl, Flo Millie. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was produced by Kenny Beats. It also had features on here from Robert Glasper, Smino, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Joey Badass, and Benny the Butcher. I love that as soon as I put it on, the first track features uh, um, and is co-produced by Robert Glasper. And so it was already giving me that soulful hip-hop vibe. And it low-key made me think of Rob. I could definitely hear Rob on, on that song. Um, nothing on this project was on, was on nothing on this project was on the surface, but at the same time, it wasn't difficult to understand at all, and a lot of things resonated. I love the song uh, "So Incredible." Now let me turn it to the judge and throw the book out. This you went on a barbie like a motherfucking cookout. This rhyme is dedicated to every MC I took out and ones that got the best in me. So all y'all niggas look out. Hey, yo, I chef mad flavors. Pictures up the energy. It's like a lifesaver. Shave it off the top. It's sort of like a lightsaber. She's greater. He's greater. When they mention I, definition of the fly. And that's why. I don't write rhymes, nigga, I write checks. Might rewrite your life if the price set. Might check one, two, one, two. It's the nigga Denzel coming out of the zoo. Carry City, what I breathe. Track seven, take it back. Pyro, lay up, and die at 1.5. I think the whole thing was raw and gritty, but 
truthful, which is Denzel's style. This week, I got the chance to review Scary Hours 2 by Drake. No, this isn't Certified Lover Boy, which we have been waiting for since January. What was the point of that promotion video if you weren't going to release it? Anyways, Drake actually said he's not sure when he's going to release the album, uh, but here y'all go. Here's some music. That's pretty much what he said. He said, I'm not sure when we're going to get it, but here. Uh, my prediction is Certified Lover Boy will be full of R&B, similar to So Far Gone, but we'll just have to wait and see. My other prediction is because there was a leak from his album that has been circulating the net, that now he wants to either add songs or even perfect songs. Of course, leaks, leaks aren't on purpose. Um, so either Drake leaked it himself or somebody from his camp. Um, and Stuff it was either full of either throwaway songs mixed with some songs that were actually going to be on the album because he know people will spread it and speak about it. Man, let me tell you something. Um, Drake, I didn't do it. All right. I, Drake, I'm a fan, but these are super fans, you know, and I said, I'm going to wait for you to release the album. The rest of them, Drake, the other three of them, they downloaded the whole thing. They listening to it. They got it all up in their iTunes. I did. I can't. I don't blame you for waiting, um, for waiting, holding your album back. The disrespect from you. Well, this fans. is honestly what artists like Drake do. Um, they leak songs because they actually want to hear a critique from some of those who have heard it. We'll just never know. We have to wait until Certified Lover Boy act gets released. That's what um, they tell themselves. Anyways, that's what they tell themselves when they pirate it. He wants me to listen to it. He just wants my opinions. I'm just gonna go on Twitter after this and just tell him what I think. That's exactly about. what happens. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Scary Hours 2 is about 13 minutes long and enough to hold us down for a while, in my opinion. Anyway, Scary Hours 2 is about 13 minutes long and enough to hold us over for a while. On What's Next, we get lyrical wordplay from Aubrey that we enjoy very well. Uh, What's Next also comes with musical visual, which I feel was a great move. Wants and Needs featuring Lil Baby was also enjoyable. Um, as we know, this, is the, this isn't the first time that he's collabed with Lil Baby. My first time actually hearing the Atlanta rapper was from the single Yes Indeed featuring Drizzy. Um, so it's always good hearing them collab together. They work well. The best song on the EP has to be Lemon Pepper Freestyle featuring Rosé, Rick Ross. We love a Rick Ross and Drake collab since Lord knows on Take Care. Yeah, heart just turned purple. 360 up front, it all comes full circle. Class photograph, Sandy had me on my Urkel. Patty Mahomes about to fall short a couple hundred. Sign seal delivered, I fucked the notary public. She witnessed me sign off on some undeniable numbers. Yeah, make a set sale in Croatia to get the leverage. Groundskeepers cutting the grass and clipping the hedges. I took two mil out the cage down in the desert. Matthew Maddox calling the pit boss, double checking. The numbers all good, just pay me, I'm at the Rhino. Real life, the whole fam goons like Rallo. One truck in front of me, one behind me to follow. Let me get a lemon pepper order. There actually is a rumor that they're working on a joint project together, um, but that's just a rumor that's on the blogs. But if it appears to be true, I'm all here for it. Mm. <clears throat> all right, so we can talk about everything encompassing when it comes to this. This week from my second album, I had the Coming to America soundtrack 
by various artists. I love um, how everybody, whenever they say it, they always like emphasize the two because it's like right. it, a part of their title and it's like, but not coming to America, coming to America. <laughs> because uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, you have to. Producers, the producers on this album, uh, were some of them were London, Mistro, uh, Mistro Bregma. Uh, Bregma, we heard her last week. We heard of them. I don't know if it's a he or a her. But Bregma was last week. They wrote, um, they co-wrote 80-20 with Chloe and Hallie. Or co-produced 80-20 with Hallie. Co-produced 80-20 with Chloe. Uh, Stunner Beats, David Adedeji, Adeleke, and Emmanuel Bello. Uh, some of the features, the artists on this album, <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, Public Enemy, IC, and PMD. Uh, and of course, if you've seen the movie, you know, En Vogue, Gladys Knight, Salt and Pepper, uh, John Legend, uh, Burner Boy, and Nile Rodgers, to name a few. So my right. favorite songs, my favorite songs on the soundtrack, if you saw the film, you know that the songs that Gladys Knight, you know the songs Gladys Knight and Salt and Pepper and In Vogue sing. I definitely found myself enjoying the songs that were Afrobeat driven the most, for real, for real, when you just sit back and listen to the soundtrack. Um, my favorite songs were definitely Caroba by Tiwa Savage. Uno like enjoyment, if money day for pocket. Shaping our national budget, you go blow up like trumpet. Go big featuring Big Sean uh, by YG. And I heard the Roaring and Parks <laughs> shout out in there. That was interesting. Uh, Assurance by DeVito. And Waka Waka by Techno. I was really they they went in with the um they went with in the with African the, artists. They really did, um, and I really enjoyed those more so than the other songs. The other songs were kind of uh, there was the the Megan Thee Stallion song was cool. The the other songs were really kind of spoofs. I thought on the movie. In a nutshell, I would say, if you know me, you know Coming to America is one of my on my top three of all time. I say, <clears throat> I feel like that's everybody's. <laughs> sure, right. right. <laughs> a lot of black people. Um, they took classic moments. The best thing for me from this movie was that everybody was still alive, except for um God rest his soul, Madge Sinclair, who played the queen. And um I think the only other person who wasn't in it was Lisa, the sister. I mean not right. not, not Lisa. Lisa's the main one. Who's the who's the sister? Uh Patrice, the sister. Um coming to oh. I, I thought that it was, they but they did take time to like wrap up like classic moments in there. They like they found moments for classic lines. I found a couple of cringeworthy moments in there. I was like, oh god, but uh, but I let it rock. I let it rock. I was like, I can do it for the sake of the movie. I will definitely, I, in a nutshell, I say it like this: I will make it a point to show my children coming to America one. I let them find coming to America on their own, and if they want to watch it with me, I watch it with them. Um, I feel like both movies are great. Um, I did enjoy it. I know there's differences. We discussed this before privately. Um, and I feel like as a remake or as like a a final movie that didn't have one of those cliffhangers, like will they make a part three? Right. I feel like they did a good job. 
Right. Um, was it the best movie? No. Was it funny? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it did have a lot of funny moments. Right. And whether you, you saw every celebrity in the world in the film or not, I feel like they still the, did a good they they did what they what the best what they could the with what they what they with, was with what they had. Huge. They must have had a check for anybody. I seen who popped up in there just from Morgan Freeman was in there for 30 hey. seconds. Hey. Yeah, they flew, hey. they flew everybody down. They worked on it during COVID. They, that whole thing was right. in, that was in Rick Ross's house. That when they were in mm-hmm. the um, palace, that was Rick Ross's mansion. That's why he was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like and I felt like it was good. Like I felt like it was one of those moments that, you know, it it was a good it wasn't necessary no, but I feel like it was a good like sequel. Yeah, it it, it was cool. Wrapped it up. Yo, I for any for anything more than anything, I loved seeing Sherry Headley. I thought mm-hmm. Sherry Headley looked looked beautiful. Still, mm-hmm. like, jumped into the character. I really believe that that was Lisa 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that that was Lisa and Akeem's marriage 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And just the way she would, she could talk to him. She was almost on some Malcolm and Marie shit. Like, nigga, right. cut, the, cut the shits. All right? Right. So I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. But, of course, watch it for your own opinion. And, yeah. This week for our honorable mentions, we have Netflix's music inspired by Biggie. I've got a story to tell about the notorious B.I.G. Who the fuck is this? Page of me at 546 in the morning. Crack a dawning. Now I'm yawning. Wipe the cold out my eye. See who's this page of me and why? It's my nigga Pop from the barber shop. Told me he was in the gambling spot and heard the intricate plot. A niggas wanna stick me like flypaper neighbor. Slow down, love, please chill, drop the caper. Remember them niggas from the hill up in Brownsville that you rolled dice with? My nigga fame up in prospect Nah, them my niggas, nah, love wouldn't disrespect I didn't say them They school me to some niggas that you knew from back when When you was clocking minor figures Now they heard you blowing up like nitro When they wanna stick the knife through your windpipe slow So, thank fame for warning me Cause now I'm warning you I got the Mac, nigga, tell me what you gonna do Damn, niggas wanna stick me from my paper Damn, niggas wanna stick me from my paper Damn, niggas wanna stick me from my paper and now it's time for music news. What's going on this week, Khalil? So this week it was announced that Jay Z recently sold. Uh, so Jay Z recently sold, not this week, but uh, well, Jay Z recently sold the majority stake of title to Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter and Square, which is the company that hosts Cash App. Um, Title will officially operate within Square within the Square app independently. Additionally, he did the same thing he did with Monogram, where he sold Monogram to the yep. company and then owns the company that they sold it to. Uh, Jay Z will also become the part of Square's board of directors as part of the deal selling his majority stake in Title. <laughs> so that deal alone was worth two hundred and ninety-seven million. All sixteen co-owners. Remember when title uh, when title launched? Mm-hmm. And they did the whole thing where all the celebrities. They had that video and they were all signing the, the paper and looked like they signed a declaration of independence. <laughs> right. 
And uh, they and Jay Z said they they all well Jay Z said and Lady Yes he's come to regret that video, which is they never did that, never did it <laughs> publicly like that. But um, <laughs> they all those owners they all own three percent of the company. So when the company was sold, when they cashed out, everybody cashed out at eight point nine million. Mm-hmm. If you want to know who the owners are, the owners are, uh, well, the part owners. Yeah, the sixteen part owners are Alicia Keys, Arcade Fire, Win Fires, Win Butler, and Reggie, Regine Chaz Chazney Chazney. I don't know that. Uh, God bless countries in there. Uh, Beyonce, Calvin Harris, Coldplay's Chris Martin, Daft Punk, Damian Marley, Dead Mouse Five. Uh, Indoshine, J. Cole, Jack White, Jason Aldean, Jay-Z, of course, Kanye, Lil, Wa- Lil Wayne, Madonna, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, T.I., and Usher. They all just got some more pocket change, I guess, with another $8.9 million. Interesting, interesting. Um, in other news, Swiss and Timbaland sold Versus. <laughs> niggas for sale niggas for sale right right niggas was selling (laughs) these niggas was selling this week niggas was selling this week right they sold versus to triller so for those of who don't know but you've probably seen it triller is like tiktok and it also came before tiktok um it's where people where people do like their own little videos um with sound in the background so yeah, <clears throat> Versus has been acquired by Trilla Network, the parent company of TikTok competitor, Trilla, competitor Trilla. So Swiss and Tim are now the larger shareholders in the Trilla Network, and they have allocated a portion of their equity in the Trilla Versus, I'm going to always say it like that, combined company to all 43 creatives who have performed on Versus to date. That means... They now share equity with John Legend, DMX, Alicia Keys, Two Chains, Rick Ross, Too Short, wow, Hattie LaBelle, wow, wow, wow. Gucci Man, Jeezy, E40, Bounty Killer, Ludacris, wow. RZA, The Dream, Babyface, Nelly, Jagged Edge, Fred Hammond, Jadakiss, Fabulous, Brandy, Monica, Gladys Knight, Boy Wonder, Hit Boy, Neil, John to Austin, Sach Storch. T-Pain, Lil Wayne, Lil John, DJ Premier, Manny Fresh, Erica Badu, Joe Scott, Beanie Man, about to kill her again. Wow, Did I just say that? Yeah. 112, Kirk Franklin, Sean Garrett, and D'Angelo. They all have a stake in the company. Mm-hmm. Look how they did that on title and on um, versus. Wow, that's black. That's black. So comma. now. That's great. I'm interested to see if Versus is going to include white artists. Of course. I saw that. I just thought about that. I was like, uh, well, you know what's coming next. You're going to get that Justin Timberlake battle. Y'all want to so versus Backstreet Boys. It's fitting to be out here. Y'all going to get Han- Hanson versus Hyam. Hanson's right. <laughs> Like, not even trying to be funny, but that's exactly what's going to happen. You know what's coming next. Okay. Like, it's you finally going to get that J-Lo versus Shakira that you wanted. 
Um, but yeah, this is so interesting. I um, I've been said that versus should have been over a while ago. Um, you did say that, but yeah, I I feel like it's 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 had its run. Um, and people are becoming a little more innovative now to have actual concerts. We're not so much quarantined to the fact that quarantined to the point where we you know, artists are not afraid to perform and things like that. So I feel like, you know, Versus had its run. It was cool. It was great. Now, um, moving on. On the way, listeners, what Versus matches do you think will be coming up in the future? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I rush here just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need it. Call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e., black political and social issues as we see them through our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? This week, the Congress finally came through and they passed the COVID stimulus package, the $1.9 trillion COVID stimulus package, also known as the American Rescue Act or American Rescue Plan. They passed it in the House, then they passed it in the Senate, then they sent it back to the House after the final revision, final revisions were passed, final revisions, and they passed it in the House today. So now you can say hello to your next round of $1,400 checks. One of the interesting things, one of the interesting things about this bill is the protection for families with children, though. I mean, this bill comes with a lot, and there's some Republicans who are upset that they think it comes with too much, but one of the things it comes with is $1,400 checks issued per child as well for adults who earn 75000 or less married couples who earn $150,000 or less and the heads of a house and heads and and heads of household and the heads of households who earn $112,500 or less the payment will then phase out um if you only, if you make too much then the same for you with adults who earn more than 80,000 married couples who earn more than 160,000 and heads of households who earn more than 120,000 receiving uh nothing eligibility is based on your 2019-2020 tax returns for here's the here's the thing here's the interesting thing once you give something to Americans you can't take it away. So in it's really hard difficult to take it away. So in this bill what's going to happen the best the best thing so far is that for a year they're going to be sending an extra $300 a month per child. Okay. Biden is already hitting the road like today <laughs> already. Because they think in twenty nine in in two in two thousand eight when in two thousand nine when they made the um American the ACA mm-hmm. when they made the Affordable Care Act 
they were they they've always been criticized for not doing enough to let everybody in America know what they had passed, like what all the benefits that people actually had. So that's why people to this day talking about, I didn't have Obamacare. I had the American, uh, the ACA. It's like, you dummy, it's the same thing. But so Biden's hitting the road like today to make, to address everybody, to tell them what's in the plan. And he's already trying to make sure that these uh, new provisions are permanent. So, and so people are saying, how are you going to pay for this? Like, isn't inflation going to go up? Like, what's going to go on? He's addressing the nation tomorrow. But what I'm all I'm saying is, once you give something to Americans, you're saying they're dangling money in your face. They're giving us the money. But the question is, it's only supposed to be for a year. I think that these Republicans are going to have a really hard time convincing American people in 2022 that the extra $300 that they're getting a month for their kids is a bad thing. Once you create this constituency of people who are going to start receiving this a year from now, it's going to be hard to say, okay, you're not getting this no more. If the Democrats are still campaigning on during the midterms that uh, we want to keep giving you this and the Republicans are saying it's too expensive. No, we don't need to give that to them. They're going to have I think the Republicans are going to look dumb and have a hard time telling their people that they don't um, they're not getting money anymore. I still stand with what I'm saying as far as we have this country ran by a bunch of greedy motherfuckers and they dangle money in our faces. They took so long to give us any type of money um which is why i feel like if you want to go out there and make money you just have to go out there and find a way because you really cannot stay and rely on the government i know it's not easy for a lot of people to do that um they don't have like you know the resources or whatever it is i feel like you 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 have to just find a way to eat you know because if not if you're sitting there just waiting for a handout sitting just waiting for this all these bills are going to pile up. Like, it's not right, right. it's not the same like we were a year ago where things got on hold because of what's going on. Like, no, the world's open and the world's moving. You have to go out there and find a way to eat and not rely on politicians and government to put money in your pocket. Very, because I, they are, they are everything's going to come with a cost and you're going to get, like, mm, a grain of rice compared to a whole bowl of rice where you, where you deserve. You're going to get a grain. You can't. You definitely can't rely and sit back. I mean, don't. I mean, the extra. Is, what this should be is supplemental help. Like this. This as supplemental help. This should be great for families. Like you know, having to worry about how to pay for basic things like Pampers or or you know, basic food formula and stuff like that. Stuff. The little things like this helps in supplemental. But with the. Uh, uh, um, Yes, it, I, but I just I agree with you. I think it is run by greedy motherfuckers. But I think in this case, it's just always good to identify who those motherfuckers are. In this case, the Democrats wanted to put even more money in the bill. But the greedy motherfuckers in this case are the Republicans who want to block that for what reason? Hmm. Well, this week for my Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light on two people that we know very well uh the first is michelle obama she's going to be inducted into the u.s national women's hall of fame Mm -hmm. um the ceremony is going to be on monday october 2nd um among the list of inductees are octavia butler uh rebecca halstead 
Judy Chicago, activist Emily Howland. Um, she died in 1929, mm-hmm. and she um, had taught formerly enslaved people how to read and write in refugee settlements, uh, where she worked during the American Civil War. So, shout out to Michelle Obama. We love her on the outside surface. Um, and congratulations. Yeah, I said it. I don't care. The other I, queen she's, now. <laughs> she's speaking for herself. I, I am. I, I met that lady. I went to go shake her hand. She moved my hand out the way and went for the hug. I said, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. That's what they do. The other woman I wanted to shout out is Cardi B. Cardi B. Belcalis makes history as becoming the first, the first, not the second, but the first female rapper in history to go diamond for a single. Bodak Yellow. Go diamond. Certified diamond. I feel Uh, like this is amazing for her, for her brand. Um, As well as Bodak Yellow, let's all remember when that song did come out in 2017, how much of an impact it was. You heard it every single place you heard it she i remember we saw her performing at made in america on the mm-hmm. smaller stage mm-hmm. in the rain bodak yellow was one of the only songs i knew of her at the time i mean that and lick looking like a quarter lick but of course bodak yellow um gained popularity and set her apart from just being this mixtape girl to okay i got something y'all need to listen to me i'm more than just a a uh, uh, social media personality and yeah so congrats Cardi um, and it's only going up from here first female rapper I saw, wow I saw, I saw what you did there I saw what you did oh, there oh cause I said up I saw what you did there <laughs> that was a coincidence that was a coincidence WAP is certified uh, certified five time platinum so we'll her see her and Lauren her and Lauren on the same right. year, Lauren's album, her single. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's see. On the way, listeners, how do you plan on spending your stimulus check? Please give us some ideas. And let us know at On The Way Weekly. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Do not desire to fit in. Desire to oblige yourself to lead. Gwendolyn Brooks. Okay, so what I love about this is because growing up, I knew that I did not fit in, but I yeah, tried to right. so much, yeah. you know, because you, you want to fit into a certain crowd or, or what you see that that's fitting, what's popular at the time. Um, what I did not do is oblige myself to really lead, you know, and eventually I tried to do my own thing and I had yeah. followers, not like in a way of I had people who were just, you know, copying oh, you whatever the, I did. You but was the first Instagram. 
Right. But like, yeah, similar to that. So I, I, I started doing my own thing and I attracted people who were interested in me, you know, and that's what I saw when I read this quote. It's like the more we try to, to fit in with what's new, you know, and try to be that, like all, always remember what's new and what's popular in the moment is always going to be temporary. There's always going to be another fad, something else that's bigger and better that's going to wipe that out, mm. you know. I was going to reference the episode of Spongebob, but I don't think people remember it. At the same time, it's like what's new, <laughs> what's new in the moment is always temporary. So don't try to just, you know, get into the lingo, make it happen. There's always going to be something that the moment that you fit in, the moment that you that you down with everything, oh, we're over that. We're on to something else now. Yeah, I can just go straight in. I never fit in. I never fit in. I was always different, but I mean, it was good. But I mean, I just, I never, I knew I didn't fit in. And so I just, I grew up, I was an only child. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to try to do that stuff. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing over here. And then that's it. The more you just do you, then you fit in. People know you as the person who does that thing or who can do this or something and the more right. it's just a lesson that more, the more you just kind of hone in on your craft and hone in on what your 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 purpose is it leads you to different places you don't have to try to fit in and so i can't say uh, so we i wasn't popular that's so weird po- uh, I, I i wasn't the uh, just in a corner somewhere with nobody <laughs> knew who I was and I wasn't trying to talk to anybody like you know knew everybody everybody knew me or you know pretty much the same way around not everybody but and that's just because you're doing your own thing you 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 come people come to know you as who you are naturally when you're doing what you when you're doing you and that's it and that's that if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. And on the Facebook at Facebook.com slash K-X-D Music. Should I stop? Should I stop? Should I stop playing with y'all and release some music next week? Probably. Let me know. Let me, let me know what you think. Let me know what you're thinking. All right. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones. S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice for everyone this week is to find a new vegetable that you have never tried before. Um, Find different ways to make it and enjoy it. You know, add it to your meal add it to what you're eating what you're eating daily add it to make a create a dish out of it um also i'm dropping volume three of everything bagels this sunday grammy sunday on march 14th uh usually everything bagels drops the second sunday of the month um i'm excited for this mix this playlist and i hope you are too um, I'll be up on Sunday afternoon watching the pre-show of the Grammys where all of our favorite artists will get their Grammys because they don't be showing them on TV. But, um, right. yeah. Looking forward. A lot to talk about next week. 
We'll see. All right. Talk to y'all later. See you next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah. yeah.